Hey everyone, welcome to Home Matters, the podcast where we help you make the most informed decisions for your home renovation and improvement projects. Whether you're swapping out windows, tackling a kitchen makeover, or getting a new roof, we've got the tips, the tricks, and the insights that you need. So let's get into today's topic. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Home Matters. I'm your host, Alex, and today we have an episode that I know a lot of homeowners will love. We're talking about bathroom bliss, creating a spa-like space. We'll be diving into the material choices, layout tweaks, and some insider tips on how to make the most out of your bathroom remodel. So let's get right into it. All right, let's talk materials. You know, the kind of materials you choose can make or break your bathroom aesthetics, can also break your budget. Uh, Popular choices, of course, includes ceramic, porcelain tile, natural stone for the tile part of it. And you want to think about the floor for tiles inside the shower or outside the shower. You also want to think about the walls. Are you going to go all the way up, all the way around? Are you going to have decorative tiles? Are you going to have what's considered a niche? Niche, they're like inlaid uh, boxes so that you can put your shampoos and, and things like that. So it's basically storage. Also, if your shower is big enough and you're not choosing to go with a tub, Um, or maybe you have a bathroom that's so big that you're going to have a tub and a shower. But in either case, uh, an option for those as uh, the aging population is to make sure that you ask for a bench. So you, you can actually ask your tile person to build a bench. They actually sell at tile distributors the actual bench, both, uh, as boxed or for corners. So you can buy it that way. You want to consider, obviously, if we're talking the sh- specifically just the shower area, we're talking your doors. Are you going to do sliding doors or open in and out doors? If you're if you're talking about a shower that is a little larger, are you going to add more shower heads? And if so, how will that impact plumbing? How much will the plumbing cost for the entire um, uh, shower? Right, and then we're talking also. Uh, electrical. Maybe you don't have a fan that pulls enough steam out of the shower. So the newer fans are quieter, but also do a better job. But you you may not have one in place. Now they sell those fans that, not now, they've done it. They've sold these fans for years that it's both the fan as well as the light together. As a matter of fact, how would you like a little music in your shower? You can get a fan that has a light as well as Bluetooth so that you can play music right through the speaker in the shower. I would like that. Actually, I'm going to think about that for my own bathroom. And then if you're going to go with that luxury feel, you might want to consider marble or even granite for your countertops. So granite for the countertops and marble for the shower. And also when you're looking at the the floor on the shower, think about the size of the, the, the tiles. The more, the smaller the tiles, means the more tiles you have. That means that labor will cost a little bit more and so will the grout. Uh, Do you want a lot of grout lines? Because if you don't want a lot of grout lines, then you need to go with a larger stone, both on the walls as well as the floors. Something that you really need to consider, and we're still talking inside the shower here as far as materials, is the uh, what's behind the walls as well as what's under the floor. So on the floor, there's a lot of different types of materials that you can use, 
to make sure that the shower never has problems with leaks. So you want to make sure that you address that with your contractor, your tile guy, and ask them to give you different options. There are systems that you can buy that are pretty waterproof that last a very, very long time, could last 20, 30 years. Um, or you can just buy the vinyl that goes underneath it, but doesn't, doesn't last as long. Same thing for the walls. You can buy a cheap backer board, or you can buy something like a hardy backer board that is very uh, durable. And also with those backer boards, a question you want to ask your contractor is make sure that they use screws that are waterproof, right? You don't want screws that are go going to uh, not take on the humidity over time and then cause the, the wall to come apart. That can happen. Absolutely. And most importantly, I mean, if you're doing tile work in the bathroom, I would recommend that you really talk to the contractor's previous customers, because one thing that I have seen in all my years in the construction industry was walls that are um, not even, they're not plumb. And what happens with that is the tiles just don't match up, right? And the contractor sometimes will blame the tile. They'll say the tile's imperfect. And um, that's not always true. Sure, if you pick natural stones, so you can't help that sometimes. But you want to think about that. It's really important, of course, for the floor that you don't pick a slippery tile. That's very important too. Um, and then, of course, drainage. So making sure that the drain is, you know, there's a lot of options for drains these days. So it's something you want to think about. All right. So that's the inside of the shower, different materials. Now, when you go out of the shower and you have a, a bathtub, perhaps, you know, you have to think about if, if, for, if it's an aging household, maybe a walk-in tub is an option. Those are great options because you don't have to pull your leg over to get in the tub. Or maybe you want to get rid of the tub altogether if you just don't use the bathtub, right? You want to think about windows. Do you have windows in the bathroom? And if so, how is that going to be impacted? What about the drywall? The, the parts around the bathrooms where it's going to get re repainted, you know, is the paint doing okay? Are the walls coming apart? Do you need new drywall? So these are things to think about because it's not just about painting the walls. It's choosing the right paint, choosing the right uh, primer to make sure that it can take on that extra humidity, right? And then when you step out of the shower, what about the flooring? There's lots of options for flooring, right? When it comes to the actual the, the bathroom floor itself. I would always recommend that you go with as small of a grout line as you can, even if you're doing porcelain or ceramic tile. But if you're going with marble, of course, you can always go with a very tiny one eighth of an inch um, or even less. You can go with one twelfth of an inch, you know, space. And it's going to be very little bit of grout, which is great. And then once you put that floor down, you want to think like, hey, maybe do if you're up north, do you want floor warmers? You know, floor warmers will set you back you know, twelve to $1,500 for a nice floor warmer that warms about 100 square feet. They come with nice remote controls now. You can control it from an app on your phone. So if that's an upgrade that you want to make, that'll make your bathroom truly feel like a spy. You step right out into a nice warm floor, right? Really cool. Um, of course, uh, the cabinets are very important, right? So you can buy a vanity that's pre-made already out of the box where you just put it in place and nothing else has to be done. It's just connecting the plumbing to the 
to the faucet and setting it in place. So attaching it to the wall, or you're going to buy cabinets that are custom made and you're going to have a carpenter come in and do it. So what I say about bathroom remodeling, it's a lot like remodeling a kitchen just in a smaller space. And of course the cost, not as much typically, you know, a, a, a small bathroom is going to cost 10 to $12,000 depending on materials. Whereas a, a small kitchen is going to cost between 15 to 20,000. And so there are differences there certainly, but I have done bathrooms that cost north of $50,000 to do. And that's just based on people's budgets, you know? Um, and so, you know, thinking about the cabinet, are you going to replace the cabinet? And if so, are you, do you want a cabinet that is floating so that there's, you know, no chance of um, a leak ever happening from the supply line of the plumbing under there, right? So there's a lot of things to think about. The countertop, the countertop and the sink that goes underneath the countertop, or are you going to choose a, a prefab like Corian that they sell the counter that goes right together with the sink? So there are no lines, right? Or, or let's go back to the shower real quick. Perhaps you're going to do a shower liner where you don't want to remodel the full tile that's there. You're just going to call one of those uh, liner companies that they come in and they just put everything over the existing walls, the existing floor. And it could be a little bit cheaper because there's no demolition there. Um, but it's all prefab. So it, it's, it's plastic, it's, you know, fiberglass, and it's never going to replace, uh, uh, as far as like return on investment and perception of value, it's never going to replace a full bathroom remodel, right? It's more of a, I wouldn't call it a bandaid, but it's, um, it's a, it's clearly a quick and easy and super cheap way to remodel your bathroom. But if you're selling your home, the return on that investment is not as big because no one is going to see that as valuable as a full bathroom remodel. Other things that you have to look at in a bathroom that costs, can cost quite a bit of money are the lights, uh, the mirrors, you have your toilet, you have your faucets, you have your electrical outlets and light covers. These, you know, again, going back to the same thing we talked about in the last episode about kitchens is that you have a lot of items, you know, in the kitchen, easily over a hundred items for material and then labor, you're going to have seven, eight different uh, contractors coming through. Sometimes you get lucky that you find a general contractor that is a one man, two man show or woman, and they, they are jack of all trades and can do all the work for you. But depending on where you live, you may need permits. So you may need to bring in a plumber and electrician. And to be honest, I would never recommend that anyone allow their handyman or tile guy to do the mark, to do the plumbing or electrical. I, I just wouldn't, you, you need to get someone that can actually, you know, that has the, the, the license, even if your remodel doesn't, require a permit, get someone who has the experience. And if something goes wrong, you can call them. You can't call your tile guy, your handyman or general contractor and tell them that you have a leak or a problem with your electrical, right? That's just not going to, not going to fly. So that's a lot of different materials that we just talked about in this episode. And, and, you know, another thing that we need to touch on is the layout, right? Because one mistake people often make in underestimating the power of a good layout is that they just say, let's keep it where it's at, right? The, the, you know, think about the placement of the sink, the toilet, the shower. If you have an old bathroom, probably the cabinets are 30, 30 inches high. So maybe they're very low and now you want to go higher. 
if you are doing a a, a, a remodel for an aging uh, a, a client who's aging or if you are a homeowner who's aging you want to talk to your contractor about doing universal design that is more friendly the doors are going to be a little bit wider the 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 under the cabinets are going to allow you to move around right with with um with ease so well-placed lighting can also make the bathroom look bigger and more inviting so think about lighting and you can get great resources on pinterest and house i i mean you'll find fantastic layout ideas there so making the most of what you have you know last but not least we talk about maximizing your space so wall-mounted van vanities which i did talk about and medicine cabinets can save a lot of floor space right and even over the toilet i'm sure you've seen in different stores where they'll, they'll sell that cabinet that goes over the toilet that is a great way to save space right floating shelves are not just functional but they can also uh, be a style statement, right? So take a look at the spruce. They they have great tips on how to save uh, space in smaller bathrooms. It's called the spruce. Just go over to their website and they have a lot of good information there. But as far as like uh, your budget goes, as I said, if you list all those materials, you'll even for a small bathroom, you'll easily come up with anywhere between ten to $12,000. And that is going to include your basic contractor for doing the tile but if you need your plumber your electrician and whatnot you're you know little every everyone that comes in they're charging you two three four five hundred dollars to do parts of the work so how much the bathroom remodel cost you can look it up on national kitchen bath association nkba.org and you're going to see it's different in different areas of the country. And of course, considerations are a single family home versus a high rise condo. There's a lot of elements and variables. And, and so it's hard to say uh, uh, what a 50 square foot bathroom can cost in one place versus another. It could be $10,000 in one place, $15,000 in another. Or if you have a large bathroom and a big budget, you can easily spend fifty dollars to $100,000 on a bathroom remodel, right? 10,000 just on a nice big spot tub. So these are things to think about. But the bathroom, I think, like the kitchen, are two, two, two rooms in the home that are worth spending the time and the money to get it right. Because if you sell the home one day, you will get the most return on your investment for those rooms. So um, that's it. That's all we've got for you. That's your guide for transforming your bathroom into a spa-like sanctuary. Check out the resources I mentioned for more ideas. And as always, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on future episodes, just drop us a line. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And until next time, this is Alex signing off from Home Matters. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Home Matters podcast. Remember, a great home starts with making smart choices. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on a new episode. For more resources or to get in touch with a trusted local contractor, check out localcontractor.co. Until next time, take care and happy renovating.